0: Welcome back to Drop a Jewel with Malika. Today I have a special guest, Miss Sasso Day, representing, okay, for all the truckers out there, the lady truckers out there, you know, getting them de- deliveries and packages to you. You got some jewels to drop today um, about what it's like to be a, a female trucker in the business right now, what that looks like, but even how did you even get to this point, and a little bit about your story. And I think your story may help provide some insight, and inspiration, and motivation for others who's like trying to figure out how to make some money out here. But maybe some of the most common opportunities presented to them aren't the ones that are realistic for them, right? And so I'll let you get started, you know. So first of all, tell us who is Sasso Day? I'm
1: Sasso, you know. My first name is Just Center Day, but I go by Sasso because a lot of people can't pronounce it. So that's just that, and um, or you could call me Jay. Um, it's just, uh, just me. Like, I started trucking about almost four years ago. I'm from Trenton, New Jersey, born and raised. Trenton, the capital. Born and raised. Um, raised by my grandma. Um, and, you know, that's about it. I don't that
0: got no- Yeah, that, that's about that's it. it. All right. we, we going to get into that. You know, you must be a little shy right now. <laughs> so tell us about, so you're a trucker, right? Yeah. So what is, what are some of the jobs and roles of a trucker right now?
1: Well, when I first got into it, um, I worked for a big major company, um, being a trucker, to me, is more so like sightseeing, getting paid to travel the world. And that's just that. Like, But at the end of the day, it's more than just sightseeing because you got to be, it's it's about safety at the end of the day. You got to be on your cues. You can't be out here smoking weed, trying to drive trucks and all that. They do randoms, so not only that you want to be be safe for yourself and other people that's around you, right. you know? Right.
0: So typically when you're doing um, the driving and stuff, what what are most of your packages? Where are they going? Like, what what are you transporting? Oh, um,
1: a lot of stuff you don't really typically know what's in the back of the truck, but you got paperwork and that don't really tell you. It tells the cop what's in there as far as the weight How's the like with the weight carry, what the weight load is. Um sometimes it could be like canned goods, it could be like food, it could be all types it could be all types of stuff, but I don't really get into that because I just I just carry the load. And I know it's kinda it's kinda crazy because I could mm-hmm. be carrying drugs and don't even know it. But once that container is locked, it's on a it's on a shipper and it's not on me. Cause I don't got no, I don't got no, no control of that. Once it's already in the back of the truck and it's already locked and sealed once
0: we leave. Okay. Okay.
1: For sure.
0: Okay. So, so what's the life like being a trucker, but also a female trucker and you're pretty small, right? No, no shade, you know, but you real small, you know? So what's it like being on the road as a trucker and as a woman?
1: Yeah, I'm not the average female neither like so okay. you know some female Wait, the average female?
0: What is that?
1: <laughs> average female meaning I'm not I'm not the average female. I I'm, I'm a lesbian out here. Yeah. And I'm just not the average female. I'm not the girly girly type. Uh, I I just carry myself different.
0: Okay. And
1: um that being said, mostly like we got to protect ourselves, whether you a female or not. Like, we got to protect yeah. our men out here. They they try to take advantage of it. Like, I ain't never had that happen to me. Like, I was always taught by my uncle to uh, lock my door with my seatbelt. So it goes around the inside of the arm part where you open the door at, you, you lock it, and you put it inside the the, the seatbelt holder to lock itself. So that's wow. what I do every night. I did that every night when I, you know, took it down or whatever. I
0: never even thought of nothing like that. Like locking your door with your seatbelt. That's crazy. Wow. They
1: can't open it. Like they can't open it. Even if I unlock the door, if the doors is locked, unlocked and I happen to go to sleep, I lock it with my seatbelt. You still can't open the door cause
0: it's hooked with the seatbelt holder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So what's like your average day like being, like you said, like safety, right? It's a big yeah. thing to worry about and driving on the road. What's the lo- like the longest hours you drive on
1: the road? Um, The longest hours that you could drive by DTL, DT, uh D-O-T is um, 11 and a half hours and that's with a, a half an hour break. So right. technically 12 hours, but you got to take a half an hour break. So it's 11 and a half hours that you can wow. techn-
0: Right. So you got to be sharp. You got to stay sharp, you know, um yeah. and get your rest up. right up get yeah. enough
1: exactly
0: what yeah, you need for sure. let me ask you this um sassel so I, so I was thinking about there were some things that were going on i know especially around canada and just like a lot of like the truckers were like pushing back on like you know um the conditions of driving and just saying yo we need more we need better and I think a lot of people take that for granted. Like a lot of our packages that get to us, like you say, you don't even know half the time what's in that 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 package or what's in the, the back of the truck. But you just know you you're taking some goods from one place to another place. But at the end of the day, um, you know, I think there was a lot in the news and the media around like it's you know, like the lifestyles and the conditions of you know the the truckers and. You know, having to drive and you know transport. You know, they were pushing back. You know, against that. So, do you know what 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 do you know about that part?
1: Um, far as I know uh but it's 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 really with the uh, federal federal government. Like they had a lot of that uh, locked in, and they had a lot of rules and regulations with the federal government. And I don't mm-hmm. really think that they should be as strict as they should with instructors, because we make the world go around to be exact. Like we move stuff around and we make the world go around. Like without without us, I don't think they would be able to get half of the product that they got. Like at least not even half, like 90% of their products that they have in these stores and these shelves mm-hmm.
0: and stuff like that. I don't think they right. would be able to if it wasn't for us. Right, right. I think about that and I'm like, that's why i actually be on the show because i think like a lot of people don't realize like right now in the world there's a lot going on yeah and you know we got bad weather you know you check the weather lately right like and i'm like and i wonder like how does that affect the truckers like how does that affect us getting our packages because um you know one town it might be like a hurricane the next town is a heat wave this next day it's a as long ass heat wave, and I'm like, woo. And I'm thinking, I, I kind of think fast forward, like, what's that going to look like for our packages? Not good, and our food, like our food supplies. And I think about things like that. But I also think about like the conditions of, you know, like what the life is like of being a trucker, you know, or, you know, and, and earlier you put me on like, it's for for the woman that's in the game as truckers, it's truck her, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't, you know, so for the truck hers, um, you know, just having to deal with that. What what is your out like? What are your thoughts around like all the weather and all the things that's happening? How does that impact the road and in your trips?
1: Look, man, I'm gonna keep it real with you. Like on nine times out of ten, we got to keep it pushing regardless of what's out there. I ain't lying to you or nothing. It it be times where it really depends on the person that's driving. If they don't feel comfortable driving in that type of weather, we can shut down for however long until the weather clear up. But nine times, yeah. out, of, some of them truckers, truckers or truckers, they just keep pushing. They try to get, you know, try to get that, try to get that delivery there. Mm. Okay. And which is crazy because I know it was times when I was out there, I'm not no longer out there anymore, but I was out there, I got like, I got so many stories. Like I was out there and I was sliding on ice and all that, trying to get on the on ramp, trying to get on the on with my trainer at the time. And I'm sliding because the wheels is just spinning. They not grabbing. I'm like, man, what we going to do? So I guess he, he knew how to do it because he'd been in, in the game longer than I did. So I guess he went to a lower gear and then the tires started grabbing. So that was wow. like experience for me because I didn't yeah. really know, what I was doing. and it was um uh, it was an automatic at that time.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a really dangerous job. You know, it you, is. Never get, you never get scared out there? Absolutely, I ain't even gonna hold you. Absolutely, <laughs> like, hey, I so so how did you get to the point? Like, how did you? Get to the point, like, what led you to become a trucker? Because that's a dangerous job, but you making it oh, yeah. you're making it work. Oh, yeah. So,
1: I was in a warehouse field for over 10 years and I was like, man, I'm tired of this back-breaking crap. Like, I'm tired of it. It was back-breaking. It was long hours. Sometimes I used to work for this warehouse mm-hmm. called Owners where they supply a lot of hospital supplies, like solutions, tapes, band-aids, needles, and all that type of stuff. So, it was long hours working for them. Like, you you wouldn't be able to leave until the shift was over. The shift was oh, over. It was supposed to be from, like, 12 to, uh no, 2 to 11. But they had us there to like, damn near 2, 3 in the morning cause trying to cover some of them orders, and I just was tired of it. I said, you know what? I'm about to get my truckers. I'm about to get my license, my CDLs and stuff. So I started stuff. Okay. And, um, I took you the to test. Go to school for that? Nah, I took the test on my own. I took the test on my own. I just got the DMV book for, uh, CDLs and I highlighted, and I studied. Wait, pause, hold on. That's a jewel right there. Cause I, I've been hearing people like, yo, I'm in CDL school. I got to pay for that. Like,
0: like, so you don't gotta, for so for a CDL license, you don't have to pay for that or go to school for that? You, you
1: have to go to school to take the driver's test to take the, like any other driver's like, you gotta go, you know what I mean? Like for mm-hmm. a regular car, you have to go to school. If you ha- if you don't have a car, you have to go to school to know how to drive. But right. me personally, I went to school because I didn't have my own truck at the time. If you have your own truck, you could take your own truck up there to the DMV and take the driver course, the, the road test. Right. But if you, but if you don't, you gotta pay the school. I paid school about like $400 and, you know, four hundred and forty three hundred dollars to just to use their truck, basically, and for them to teach me the insides and outsides of the truck, and okay. basically, uh, regulations of the DOT and the federal government, the rules and regulations of them. Okay, okay, because I be
0: hearing a lot of people like yo, I had to spend all this bread, and sometimes yeah. like sometimes that CDL be like like a barrier in between like certain opportunities for people um but once they get that they're like yo i got more money i'm getting more i'm getting paid more um and it's a you know it's not the traditional job for a lot of people it is a a risky job but it's definitely from what i hear like what would you say as far as like the benefits what are the benefits because i think we talked about some of like you know obviously there's some safety stuff there but what's the benefit?
1: Well, the benefits is you're not working a, ne- a regular nine to five. I can tell you that. <laughs> right. Not working a ne- regular nine to five. You're definitely working at least about 11 and a half hours, like I mentioned before. Um, yeah. <clears throat> the benefits, you get paid weekly. You get, you entitled to a 401k plan. You're entitled to helping after 30 to 60 days during some, most companies. Oh.
0: So it sounds like the benefits is like more so like the pay and and the the benefits package. But as far as like, if you had to say there was benefits, like, um, just in general, like for lifestyle, right? Well, would you say, um, there's any of those benefits or for you right now in your lifestyle, would you say like, it helps you in any way? absolutely i would say
1: it did help me because at the end of the day getting paid every two weeks was kind of crazy and yeah. it is yeah when you get a weekly paycheck you you able to do
0: more you able to contribute more right but like as far and, and think about pay too like is it worth it like as far as financial do you think like like okay first of all let's, let's rewind for a second how you even get into this right because like I'm sure, like, when you was a kid, you was like, I'm going to be a trucker when I grow up. Like, like how did, did this fall in your lap? Like, what happened? I, well, growing up, I never
1: thought I would be a trucker. I never even thinking about it. I rode with uh, one of my mom's family friends, and um, it was pretty decent. But growing up, I always wanted to be a, C- a CO, correction officer. But I got, okay. I got into some little trouble and stuff when I was about 18, caught a charge, and it was over after that. Like, I knew that that opportunity was down the drain. So, you know, I got into the warehouses and then I knew that was like, it was, it, it was exhausting. It was burnt out for me. And then I got into trucking because my uncle was into trucking. Like he had got into it like a year or two before I had. And he was telling me his experiences and stuff like that. And I was like, yo, I think that's what I want to do. Like I want to travel the world and I want to get paid for it. So that's what I ended up doing. I was okay, like, nice this test and i studied i studied and i went to the dmv i took the test and they give you opportunity to get endorsements like your tanker endorsements your triples and doubles is oh. it endorsements where it fall in line for different companies your hazmats um yeah, yeah it fall in line it, it open up opportunities for you but some yeah. of these some of these uh companies they don't really look too much into it. They might give you like a 10, 10, 10 cent on the mile percent as far as the mileage oh, percent. I give you. you. So yeah. if they give you 50 cent a mile, they probably, if you got your hazmat, they probably give you 10 extra or 5 cent extra on top of the 50 cent that
0: you're making every mile. Okay. So I guess for those who like say, you know, I got in a little bit of trouble and trying to figure out how I can get to that bag, this might be a good move for some folks like to kind of like think outside the box, right. And, and, and pursue, um, you know, this, this lifestyle, this job. So let me ask you this. Um, let's think about just the even, all right. So we know what it's like, how you kind of got there, but I want to know, like, I want to know like that gritty nitty gritty, like what's it really like? And even like love life, like, What's your like? What's your life like? Like, <laughs> like, what does that look like when if you're always constantly on the road? I'm just thinking like twelve hours in a day. You still gotta sleep, so that's a whole another eight hours or five, ten. maybe ten. ten. You gotta
1: get ten hours of rest, and that's by law. You got oh. you your hours and your clock don't reset. They call it a L L E D. Your log, electronic advice. Don't. How they know if you sleep? Cause your clock, they don't know if you sleep, but they know you can't move that truck into 10 hours, 10 hours ah. of rest. Oh. Yeah. So, so rest clock- will be like resting your and, body. Yeah. And your clock will reset after them 10 hours or before them 10 hours, you know, you can't move cause it's still clicking. And then if you oh. do move, you gonna if you get pulled over by DOT, you get pulled over They they'll check your logs and they'll see. It's like a ratio of... Oh, like, sure. I didn't how, even know that's how it was. Yeah. When you stopped, when you went, when you took your break and how many hours that you did rest, so you only rest eight hours and you moved, you ain't going to get that time back. Your time only reset after 10 hours and you get like um, a whole, a whole what, 14 hour clock for the day. Okay.
0: Yeah. I wore my sweater today. I said, I'm going to get in trucker vibe today. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I was like, you know, I'm a little, put a little drop of juice spin on it, you know? <laughs> truck, you know? That's the trucker hat. What's the trucker hat say? It say no fee. Okay. That, that sounds about right. <laughs> so let me ask you this, Tassel. What's the lifestyle like? So is that... Is that 10 hours or 11 hours a day? Is that every day of the week, typically? Or is that like four or five days out the week?
1: Nah, that's every day. 11 hours out the day. 11 and a half hours out the day. That's all you get.
0: So, what's your life like then? What's
1: your... I I was living a lonely life, man. Look, I jump up in the morning. My best hours to ride out. And depending on where you go, I done went to Ohio. I went to Massachusetts. I went to um detroit chicago i've been all up the east coast i haven't been to the west coast at all because i heard about the mountains and them hills and all that i ain't got time because my little ass i might hit the white line and fly right over the cliff like <laughs> for real, yeah we don't like that yeah i never took that uh I never took that opportunity to go out of the West coast or nothing like that. But the farthest South I went to is probably like, um, Florida. I went to Alabama. I went to Georgia. Like I've been all up the East. And- nice.
0: So you, so you did get the travel. So I get that part. So the traveling is there, but. You said lonely. You know what I'm saying? And you know I'm you know I'm coming for that that word, right? You know I'm coming for you on that, right? Like lonely like you're not know, coming for that. So like how you feel about that to even say that?
1: When I first got into the trucking, I had a little boo thing, but I told her like I didn't really want no relationship because I was focused on my career. So once I got into the trucking, I was like we, we still, you know, kept in touch and stuff like that, but to look forward to like uh you know a relationship every time you came home and stuff like that, that's something I didn't have, but I regret not doing. I do regret that, but um, it was lonely, man. You get up, my hours was best. I' get up like around three or four in the morning and keep it moving because if you get up either later than about eight, nine o'clock and you got to drive them 11 and a half hours, you not stopping to about nine, nine eight something at night. And it's hard to get parking out there. When you yeah. out there, it's hard to find parking spots. So it's best that you, you know, take it down at a reasonable time or be, between 3 and 4 o'clock, no later than 6, because it's still going to be hard to be parking. And mm-hmm. I, I love that the hard way because it was times where, I had, you know, left out late or overslept or whatever. And it didn't affect me in no way because I got, I still got to my uh, destination on time or whatever the yeah. case may be. But that's yeah, just sure. that. up in the morning, start my day, brush my teeth, wash my face. I usually take uh, showers at night at the truck stop and they be clean for the most part, but I always have my own towel, washcloth. Yeah,
0: yeah, you yeah. Know? No, I feel you on that. So I, I get the mechanics part. I just wonder, like, I don't think people really realize the sacrifices tr- truckers made. Like, not only do you sacrifice, like, your safety or compromise your safety to get us those packages that we so much love every day. You know, I got a package in today. And I was like, and I thought about you. and I said, damn, I wonder who, how this package got here. Like, how, you know, like the whole process of how this package got here today. Like, how many different trucks did it go on or... You know, like I don't think people think about that sometimes. So not only do you sacrifice your time, you sacrifice in some ways your safety, right? But it also your like your your life outside of work, like that personal dynamic, is sacrificed if you're constantly having to rest or sleep, and then then the rest of the day, because there's only 24 hours a day, as far as I know, right? Right? So so like you know what I'm saying? You got to sacrifice. So like. So, you know i'm big on self-care right and yeah. so i think you give us an idea of like here's an alternative like like life for a trucker is different right especially as a as a woman as far as safety not only are you worried about safety on the road but just safety like as you know like i gotta put my seatbelt on my car to make sure like somebody don't try to personally attack me right so that's one compromise but i'm thinking about like your self-care your wellness right what does that look like and what do you foresee like your future looking like you know what i'm saying like what's that if you do even have an exit strategy what would you like that to look like oh man
1: that's a good question exit strategy listen <laughs> i was coming for the question <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah like at the end of the day it's, it is all about safety because you got other drivers out there on the road that either, you know, you know how other drivers with re- regular cars, like, they like to drink and drive. They like to, the, I had one, I had, like, I experienced one driver as, you know, as I was switching lanes, he switched lanes with me. And then he started brake checking me. I'm like, yo, like, is you stupid? Like, you, you got, uh, like, tons behind you. You don't think, like you don't care like i care about my life but you don't care about yours did you brake check? What's brake checking, break checking? A, a car that jump in front of you and they just start pressing on oh. brake on brakes oh damn brake check. you and i'm why like why do do that is that like like why would they do that cuz people is crazy out here man they, i guess they i guess they feel like I, I i jumped in front of them or but you i Cross the lane and you cross the lane with me. So, why is you brake checking me? Like, I don't know. Like, you got to be careful out here because you got, you have cars that'll be following you and you don't even know. Like, I, I always pay attention to all my surroundings, to be honest. I always did, even in wow. the break. Yeah, it's crazy wow. out here. My exit strategy is basically getting enough money um to the fact where. I can own my own business, whether I do trucking, hauling cars, or doing whatever. CDL is very uh, uh, effective. Like I could use that anywhere. Like I could get money anywhere I want, any
0: state I want. Like you know what I mean? Right. Nice. I love that. I love that. I didn't know people be playing those games with y'all like that. I didn't know that. Did you know that before you went into this?
1: Oh no, I ain't never I never <laughs> I never played with no trucks like that. They dangerous. They 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 sitting on tons. They sitting on tons And your little car, if you crazy. Yeah.
0: That's crazy. Wow, that's lit. Um so what you do for fun? Oh, man, listen. Is there fun?
1: Is there any I'm, like when did fun happen? Listen, I'ma tell you when I was out there trucking. If I had a 34-hour reset, meaning my time went out, like, I had, like, what, 60 hours, about 60, 70 hours throughout that week to drive, and it's they called it a reset. It's a 34-hour reset where your clock reset for a day and a half. And I remember one time I, had, I was in Florida. Um, I called an Uber to go get something to eat, went to the movies, and did my own thing. Why I was yeah you know I mean? while I was out there in the streets. I did my own thing. Caught an Uber, parked the truck, I was at a truck stop and went to go do my own thing, man. It was it was
0: okay. good. It was good. It was good, but You give me so many non details, my own thing. Like I that was really doing does my own- not help me, understand. All right, listen.
1: I did my own thing, meaning I didn't specifically had to stay in a truck. And just for them, a a day and a hour, a day and a half. I took my opportunities to go and Google a couple of things that was around the area, and research on. So what I did was I looked at a crab spot. I went to go eat crabs, and not too far from the crab spot was a movie spot. So what I did was Uber up. I called Uber and had them take me to
0: different places that I wanted to go explore. And that was that. So when you're, so when you're, when you're traveling, sometimes you do have an opportunity to like explore the town that you in, yeah, uh, and explore the people. And I know you like to explore the food, you,
1: yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, I wish I had to go to New Orleans. To be honest, I
0: yeah.
1: never, I, I never went that far. But I'm thinking about
0: it, yeah, for sure, that would be good. It's always good to go to town with some good food. Yes, 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 so all right, so you like to eat clearly, <laughs> right you said i always, i i went to go I did what i I did my thing, and that's not like you got some grub, and um got your grub on and and did your thing, so all right, so, what do you think being a trucker right, truck her, right, truck. what do you think truck her, I love that, um. What do you think it takes like
1: personality wise is this for everybody uh it depends you gotta be a strong, motivated person to be in the trucking game and, and it's a lot of women though let's get to that. It's a lot of women that's out here that's doing the damn thing, and it's a right. lot more that's coming in the game like I follow people on YouTube when I first started, and now that i'm I'm no longer. Traveling, I'm not like long distance over the road. That's what they call it. O R T over the road. They call it over the road. I'm no longer over the road. I'm local. I went to um, I went to uh, driving garbage trucks. That's what I do now. But it's a lot of women that's out there driving trucks, and I love it. Every time, why do you think
0: women flock into
1: this? Man, listen. They try to get to the bag. They they try to. <laughs> Oh, they trying to get to the bag, but nowadays I don't think the bag is what it used to be back in the day. I say when I say back in the day, I say before the pandemic hit. Before the pandemic hit, you was you was you was looking at at least I say sixteen, seventeen hundred hours a week. But you know, I don't know how that owner operator is. Like when you own your own truck and you work and you under somebody else's authority. I never experienced that. I always did, but I ain't get that far. But um, they take a lot of risk. They take a lot of risk. Them owner-operators, they take a lot of risk because they paying for their own LLC. They paying for their own insurance. They paying yeah. for their own um, MC numbers and stuff like that. Like, they paying out of pocket. And when your money don't add up for what you kicking out, you losing a
0: big grip. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So so women's getting to this thing. It's a little different because of the pandemic. I heard yeah. that COVID creeping up, creeping in, you know, stuff shutting down. You know, it's, it's a pestilence. It's like a pestilence, right? It just keeps coming back. But yeah. how does that affect the market? How does that affect the truckers? Does it affect it? What do you what are your thoughts on that?
1: Um, it all depends. It all depends. The downfall about it is some things is pushed back. They on recall. They on hold. So sometimes them loads that you expecting to go out is not going out because they on recall.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. If if COVID is coming back, you know what I mean. And it, of course, it, I don't think it really ever left. But if you know, it's getting to the point where people are getting real sick again and ill again. Like, how does that affect our our businesses and just even like our truckers, right? Cause they can get sick too. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? I, and, I, and I think about that, like shutdowns and I'm like, what are we looking at? And I'm hoping that doesn't happen. I'm hopeful, but you know, it is what it is. It's happened before, so it can happen again. Um, so you definitely got to stay safe out there cause you know, you traveling state to state, you move around. Um, but you know, again, being in this field, it sounds like it's it's definitely tough. It's definitely dangerous in some ways you know um but at the same it's funny because it's like you know how people be like oh they live a dangerous lifestyle you know like like don't no, you live a, a dangerous lifestyle for real it, it's definitely dangerous but i think people got to show gratitude too and be humble to the people who's getting up especially the women that's getting up I and mean, truck them in the truckers and truckers right that's getting up every day carrying them loads and getting them loads to us and, and sacrificing their you know their personal and physical life and, you know i think that's that's a, that's really important that we do acknowledge that. And that's why I wanted to have you on the show because I feel like we don't talk about those things and people don't know what that experience is like, you know, but again, it's a dope thing too. That say, Hey, here's another alternative because everybody like, again, don't want to go to college or everybody don't follow that route. So it's like, okay, what's another alternative for some people who may be looking to like, like do things different or have a different opportunity or, you know, how, I think you mentioned like trucking can open doors too, you know, um, which which it has done for you. So I want to ask you, so thinking about all the things that you experienced, you know, you're from Trenton, you know, growing up with your grandmother and just your whole lifestyle, just life in general, you know, being this woman who's a trucker and just being, you know, who you are, what do you think is some of the jewels that you could drop for our audience today? um okay
1: so there we go this, yeah <laughs> so listen to everybody that's out there listening to this uh, podcast I recommend you you know stay on a good path and at the end of the day like if you really want to go get it go get it it's worth it it's worth it you getting your CDL whether you working over the road working for major companies um it's a good opportunity to have and to hold on to um it's also it's it's also worth it like for your family too like I know it's a little risky being out there over the road and being away from your family it's a little risky, but overall it's worth it and um I really think that you know. In the next couple of years, it's going to be back to normal far as money-wise, because right now it's not. The money right now is up in the air. It's really up in the air. And um, don't look at it just about the money. Look at it about getting the experience that you need to move on because that experience can get you to being your own boss, making your own money and getting uh, contracts and everything like that. So that's all I got for him. Love it. I love it.
0: Thank you Sasso. Listen, so you gonna open up your own trucking business?
1: Um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking right now, I'm thinking about going to the hot shot field. Hot shots meant at, uh, hauling cars, either damaged cars, getting cars from the auction or something like that. Um, okay. Yeah, I think, I think that, that, uh, cause I think that's right now is gonna move me, get me, is it, huh?
0: Yeah. Is there money in that? Like, what's that? What's
1: yeah, the? Yeah, it's money in that. You get paid by the cars you haul. Like say if I, if I haul like three or four cars, it depends on where they going. Um, like say for instance, I, I got like two cars. They all going to California. I'm getting like maybe a thousand dollar a car or $1,600 a car. But I got to factor in the gas, the mileage, and all of that,
0: too. You got to factor them things in. Five-shot is like, okay, if I brought a car over here in Cali and they about to send it over to me, that's like what that is? I'm yeah. over here in Massachusetts and they about to send me that car? Yeah, they and bring it. They, they add that fee on it, add that fee on <laughs> that fee. <laughs> i would like, damn, that's mine. <laughs> I guess yeah. I'll just keep it here. I'll keep it local, but that's what they make, like, like, I think a lot of uh, wealthy people, but not just wealthy people, because I know a lot of people send stuff to their country, like they'll yep. buy, like, um, say they live here, but they'll buy, a, like, a, a car in other states and they have it shipped here and then send it back to their hometown, like, in their country or something like that. You yep. know what I'm talking about?
1: That's exactly what it is. Huh?
0: That's what it is? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's like some some fast and furious stuff. Like, you know, they get all the nice cars on that high shot. The fast and furious, they be coming through and get all them cars out. Anyways, uh, you know. Um, So you dropped some jewels today. And again, I think providing some wisdom and just a real talk, like the reality of what that lifestyle and what the the life is like for a trucker. You know, um, again, like I said, people don't really realize or or not even humble to realize. I want to ask you, too what's your thoughts on um just like all right so you say you're going to get into a hot shot potentially but what's your thoughts on self-care self-care yeah you know I was gonna ask you know I was coming for you (laughs) you know I was coming for you you know what I'm talking about how how can you be on the road you said it's kind of lonely but you did say that but at the same time you also said like hey there's some benefits here like you know, I'm able to, to create an opportunity for myself and that's different, not the traditional opportunity. Right. Right. But what's that self-care like? Do you have, does that exist? Yeah, it definitely
1: exists. Like you gotta, you gotta make sure you good at the end of the day. You gotta go to doctor's appointments and stuff like that. You able to take off like with, within them, you know, 34 hour reset, you able to take off, but you know, sometimes You need more than just a 34-hour reset, you know, because most doctors not open on the weekends. They they open throughout the week. So, you got to take that time for yourself, like, you know, for haircuts and, you know, stuff like that. Mm Self-care, man, it it matters. It matters. Mm -hmm. It's a big thing. Okay. So,
0: what you do for self-care, so I like to hear that you go to to the doctors and, you know, some, some of the aesthetics, right? Hair cut, things like that. But what else? What about the spiritual, mental, physical, like what about those self?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. That part. All right. So, um, at, at this point, um, when I was on the road, I always, always in the morning time, that's all I did was listen to gospel. And I did my devotionals in the morning. Before I start my day, before I talk to anybody, I still do that right now to this day. Um, before I talk to anybody, get anybody my time, I give it to God first. And right that's first. just, and um, at this point, I'm in, um, I'm in counseling now too. Yeah. Nice. I do, I do Is that counseling. a good thing? Absolutely. It's, it's, listen, it's rejuvenating. I can tell you that it's very rejuvenating. It, 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 it helps my soul. Like it gets things off my chest. So I don't be having running around looking like macho man and having <laughs> angry, angry attitude and all that. Like I, I'm able to let, let, let go and let God and let things off my
0: chest and get
1: rejuvenated, man. Wow. I love that. I
0: love that. So like, because sometimes when people think about self-care, they think about like something like probably like mechanical or something you could spend money on, you know, like the aesthetics or things like that. But I think nour- nourishing your spiritual and mental health, emotional health is so important because, you know, and the body is like all one. And so if one thing is off, everything else is off, you know what I mean? So I think, you know, I think it's a good thing that, you know, you open about it. I feel like getting therapy nowadays is like, like before it used to be like, you know, like um, in mm-hmm. the past, there's a lot of stigma associated with it, right? Yeah. But now I feel like more people are open to it. And I feel like it's kind of like a, like, <laughs> my brother said this to me like having a, a therapist is like having a gucci bag nowadays you know what i mean it's like everybody wants like you don't want that gucci bag it's like nah i don't even care about that i'm gonna I'm wear this therapist so i'm gonna talk about what my therapist did for me and help me and, and i right. think people are more open to it and realize that you can't just operate in life only in one way you need help you need help like sometimes and sometimes you just need to talk things out right and, and i think that's important so i i, I appreciate you for being open about that and being transparent about that. So shout out to your therapist, you know, who's, who's, who's helping you with that. Um, so, so Sasso, I really appreciate you for being on the show tonight. Um, I think you dropped a few juice, but also gave people a different perspective on what it's like to be a, you know, a truck right but also how you got to this point and what you're looking forward to, right? Because it don't sound like this is going to be your lifestyle, like like lifelong thing. It sounds like you're about to bust another move, but probably because you started this, it opened up the door for something else. And that path to ownership, it sounds like you're looking forward to that. So I really appreciate you for being on the show tonight. Anything else you want to say for our our listeners or watchers before we end for the night?
1: I just want to say, everybody that's listening, I appreciate y'all. Uh, don't don't get distracted. Have strong determination. That's the key. Strong determination going to get you to where you need to be.
0: That's right. That- All right. Well, there you have it. All right, folks. So here we are. We got Sasso. Day. And Sasso, if anyone wants to kind of thinking about this or want to get in touch with you, how can they get in contact with you?
1: oh they can hit me up on facebook it's sasso day Uh, um, they can hit me up on um, instagram okay. at, watch, at watch me work oh seven one
0: oh okay all right let's go all right y'all there you go <music>